When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Game over! Hello, Leafs fans. Welcome to Game Over Toronto. My name's Harnish. I'm here with Vlad, and again, we've got another late episode so that's why my voice is a little bit lower i have family that's sleeping right next door but for the second game in a row that's right we won we were 2-0 in the california road trip a stark difference from the last season where uh we had a little bit of troubles but today we got goalied but somehow we were able to pull it off at the end off of the austin matthews ot winner fwad what were your thoughts on this game? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I, I, I like that you're the whole show. You're going to be telling us a secret. It's like, I'm tell you something here. No, I, I hear you. It's, it's very weird doing these at like midnight. It's very, I, you, you did that yesterday for a 1030 game. Don't know how you yeah. did that. We ended but, at 230. <laughs> geez. Anyway, anyway. So this game was like all kinds of hilarious, like off the top, literally uh, Steve, like had a tweet like nine hours ago about Bill Stiles starting. That mm-hmm. like the Leafs are gonna lose this game just because the Leafs, right? And I'm like, he does. He's the, the like like he can prophesize some crazy things going against the Leafs because it was ex- looking exactly like that for about like most of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you thought that maybe on the the second half of a back to back. I mean, Anaheim they throw in. Oops, my light. They throw in. Uh, they throw in Dostal, Lucas Dostal, um, their second uh, their their second goaltender. They didn't throw in Gibson tonight, and um, just remember, like the last time that we played against Anaheim, that was a seven zero win. It was a shutout win where we scored five goals on Lucas Dostal, and he got driven off of the ice. So today, I mean, that you're you have all the momentum heading into it. You had a fantastic game uh the the night before in the shutout win a 3-0 win over the kings um and i thought that hey this is a chance for for the leafs to to really stamp uh put their dominance put their foot down and and have a decisive win um and other than the actual scoreline other than the fact that it went to ot quite honestly they controlled the game through and through the entire game exactly we we look at the first period and these started off with an absolute banger. That first line was flying. Yeah. They end off that first period with 18 shots on goal to nine. Absolutely insane stuff. They doubled them up for almost the entire game. Like there were points in the game where it was like they doubled them up and then some in mm-hmm. shots. Like it was like 55 to like 26. It was 57 like, to 28. And was and that where that that's where that was the, that? Yeah. That was the end. Insane. Wow. And they doubled up them on face-offs too, like in doubling them in shots, like face-offs, it was like 60 to 40. At one point it was an even bigger golf. Like this was a dominating performance. If John Gibson is in net, it, it's like a five, one game, maybe like I'll, <laughs> honestly, I can literally think so. Nothing against John Gibson, 
That's just the way the Leafs were playing. Like they did not have any letdown from that game. I mean, listen, they're kind of in the same city. It's like Anaheim is like driving to Hamilton. I mean, it, like in relation to Los Angeles, but um, from Toronto. Anyway, I messed that up. But you know, they, I, you know, they had no letdown at any point in the game. Like they started the game with absolute shooting hot fire. And then they came out of the second period and they shot hot fire too. Like there was no give with this team. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And um, just before we get into the second, uh, in that first period to end off, the Leafs had 12 high danger chances to the Ducks one. Like that's the way that the game kind of went throughout. But that's an insane number. Uh, that's a that's a stat from, uh, uh, what was it? It was from Natural Stat Trick. That was that that's an insane stat and uh we'll talk a little bit more about the underlying numbers because yes the Leafs had a fantastic game today uh let's talk a little bit about the second period because that's where things got a little topsy-turvy with that with that Bobby McMahon five minutes in a game misconduct for Borden Pavel uh Mintyukov what were you what was your thoughts on that 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 Borden penalty that that game misconduct what what did you think about that whole situation yeah, most of the times I think both like a game misconduct or a penalty that warrants a five-minute major in a game misconduct, generally you know it on the first look of it or for at least the first replay, mm-hmm. right? I, I guess, okay, they called it a game misconduct so they could reverse it, you know, so they could like, you know, go and look at it. But like, I was shocked that he got thrown out for that play. Like that was not, that didn't look, look, I'm all for player safety. Like really I am. And, you know, boards, that area between the boards, like that, like 10 feet between the board, that's a danger zone for players. But he didn't hit him on the numbers. Like if a player, if if he were to go and hit him right on the numbers and behind and he sent him like head first into the boards, suspend him. I don't care. I, I would not be on his side. But he hit him pretty clean and it was just a weird angle to where the Anaheim player went into the boards. I, I didn't like the game misconduct there. I don't think anybody liked the game misconduct. And that's not even being homeristic because you know, I... I'll call the Leafs out when the Leafs are wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, it was I. I'm on the same boat. I completely agree with you. I think it was a very, very weird call. And the fact that they spent that much time and then came to that decision is what really baffles me. Um, like if we look back at that hit, Bobby McMahon engages, or when he engages the hit, um, it was shoulder to shoulder throughout, yeah. right? Um, and the reason why this looks a lot worse, or the outcome is a lot worse, is because Pavel. A turns away from the hit something that you're not supposed to do you're supposed to be as a smart nhl player you gotta yeah. you gotta defend yourself right and make sure when you're, you're not putting yourself in a, in a position where you are at a high risk of injury or you are at a high risk of getting hurt right um and turning on a on a check is is something that that you should not be doing right now i can understand it being important i can understand a penalty but i don't think he should have been kicked out and and like you said this is not a homer take i think a lot of uh the twitter verse a lot of the online sentiment is is kind of on the same uh the same page as us and what really irks me and what annoys me even more is just a lack of consistency i think that's the thing that really pisses me off um this league just has zero consistency when it comes to these kind of penalties um the fact that that was five in a game and nick's nick cousin sorry um neen a down you so uh uh velmaki isn't is that that's a problem 
that's there's something that has to be looked into because there is just absolutely no consistency tell me that that doesn't deserve a, a game and and whatever whereas this yeah. does I, it it makes no sense to me right it's just baffling i don't know what the league is doing but something has to change it's 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 been that way like there is no standard of really anything like anything you don't know goaltender interference is you don't know what a suspension is like they, there's no idea sometimes a suspension is eight games sometimes somebody could swing a stick and try to decapitate somebody and it's like no games it's a five thousand dollar fine i think i honestly don't even know if like like the refs or like watch any other games or know of anything else going on i literally think they just see everything as something new like there's no precedent of anything like especially like I mean, league safety, I mean, this is probably not going to become a suspension. But in that case, it's like, I don't think they watch the game or see any kind of, like, patterns. I think they just go, like, this one, what do you think, four games, five games? One game, one game. Like, that's kind of how they work, right? They really just need to sit down with these refs and just try to understand and figure out, like, the rules of the game. Because clearly, there's some kind of disconnect. Um and that's a, I think that's really what irks fans a lot, right? Um, if the league decides that this is a penalty or this is a game and uh, a five minutes, uh, five uh, five in a game, yeah. then make sure that is the way that you're going to call it throughout the season, throughout all the different games, um, to everyone, right? But the fact that there is no consistency, I think that's what really irks hockey fans in general, yeah. um, and and that's that's the biggest problem just figure out how you want to call this stuff right if if you want to make that a uh whatever it is make sure that's consistent throughout i i, I hate the fact that there's just no consistency yeah i mean that's that's preaching to the choir i don't think it's gonna get better i, I think we're just gonna have to like i think we just decide that we should honestly play games like how many games that would be a really good game it's like if we see something <laughs> it's like how many games like we should make a game show like, we should actually just start our own like game show here be like how many games for this hit and every time it'll be completely wrong mm -hmm. yeah, yeah exactly it was it was really weird but let's move on um so it ends up being a, a four on four for two minutes because Lubushkin, uh ex leaf uh he uh answers the bell fights against bobby mcmahon uh and that four on four the leafs honestly had a couple uh quite a couple chances especially with nylander um and then during the five on four that the the ducks had for three minutes uh the leafs get a a power play opportunity kalorn was roughing on mccabe um yeah really bad really bad penalty i don't know what that was a weird call and a weird thing to do yeah the, the refs were just on something tonight let's be honest i don't know what they were looking at but uh call. Yeah, yeah yeah but also like stupid yeah it was it was so stupid but anyways they it ends up being a four on four 41 seconds that gets killed and then the leafs being uh the leafs were on a i guess it was a transition between the the four on four to the five on four leafs uh a power play opportunity and in that transition literally before the the before one of our guys is able to come on the ice and give us the man advantage the ducks end up scoring vitrano who's um who's honestly having a pretty good year he's had his 18th goal this season um, yeah there was actually a moment I, I believe the uh that he was the number one goal scorer in the league earlier on the season so he's looking fantastic um and he's able to to bring the uh or get the first goal put the ducks up uh 
and yeah it just sucks because the Leafs were outplaying them up until this point but what'd you think about that whole sequence and that Trana goal yeah it was it was a that's the thing is there wasn't a lot I could really harp on. I don't think it was that egregious. I think it mean it was a giveaway somewhere between Domi and McCabe. There was something there that was a miscommunication. Domi is apt to giving the puck away or having turnovers while he's on the ice. And everybody seemed to be like collapsing at the blue line. Like nobody kind of saw Vitrano just going to the net. He was kind of unabated. Like mm-hmm. Martin Jones lost and all this had a pretty damn good game too. That one was like, pretty hard to stop I, I don't know how much of a chance he had there but yeah it was I, at that point i'm like man i don't know if they're gonna win this one because lucas dostel has just channeled the channeled the spirit of jock plant and george vesna whoever you <laughs> want like he's he was absolutely just on one so i'm like geez if you had if you give up one goal i'm like i don't know if the leafs are going to get another one the way it was playing but spoiler alert <laughs> They were able to make it up right at the they end. They were able to make it up it, it, eventually, yes. Yeah, eventually. But yeah, like you said, it was it was a really weird play where um on that on that Vitrano goal, you saw Bertuzzi making a dive in like scrambling play to try to get to Vitrano. But yeah, he was absolutely open completely. There was some kind of defensive breakdown and, and it sucks for Martin Jones because he had a fantastic game. And even on that goal, you can't really blame him. He Vitrano was essentially home free, right? And it was it was just uh it was an absolute breakaway so you can't really blame martin jones on that one kind of sucks but uh say la vie that is life uh let's go into the yeah sorry did you have something to say sorry, speaking of martin jones though what did yeah. you think of the uh the, the decision to go with him back to back because i thought that was pretty gutsy like you don't really see that especially for a guy who's not uh approved or not not proven but not not a a bona fide start like to go back to back on a road trip Mm-hmm. Did you not think that was like a hill to be like that was a game where hill to be could have went? I'm not complaining, but that was like the game you would put hill to be in. And yeah. side note, when I saw hill to be on the bench, I'm like, did they sign Garrett Sparks again? Because he had the same number and the same haircut. And I'm like, oh, Garrett Sparks. Oh, wait a second. That's Dennis Hillsby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Armand and I were talking about this yesterday uh, in, in the last game, and we were pretty confident that we would be seeing Dennis Hill to be making his debut for the Leafs. Um, I think this would have been the perfect game, honestly, um, because like we're playing against Anaheim. This is a 30th place team. This is a team that obviously has not been been looking too hot, right? And the second half of a back-to-back, you're going to need Martin Jones to pick up a majority of the game. So maybe having uh, given him some time off is, is going to do him good, right? Uh, you, w- you don't want him playing all of the games before Wall is back, right? So... I thought this was a perfect position to see Dennis Elderby. I was actually really excited to see what he could do uh, in net for us. But um, I'm not mad about the decision. I think Martin Jones, yeah, having a shutout the night before, like he looked fantastic. He he had all the momentum going and I guess Keith decided, hey, let's play the hot hand. Martin Jones yeah. played fine. Uh, he's been looking great. Let's keep the, the confidence up and let's let, let him have some more games under his belt. What a revelation that Martin Jones has been because, man, like, if you had, if you didn't have this guy and all you had was Ilya Samsonov and Dennis Hildeby to look at, man, I, I don't know how many of these games would end up being losses. Like, there's a whole, like, there could be a gulf between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs all because of the way Martin Jones has played. And that is something <laughs> you have not said a couple months ago. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank God that we signed him when we did, because holy crap. Can you imagine how bad this team would be struggling if we didn't have Martin Jones? Like, that's a massive pickup by Tree Living, <laughs> one that I don't think anyone would have expected, uh, but or expected him to play the way he has been, right? He's yeah. literally redefined in his career like seven years later. <laughs> um after like he had a decent spell with with the sharks but yeah like he's been absolutely great and we're gonna have to rely on him more so hopefully this continues um let's talk about the third period though because mm -hmm. that's when uh when we did get our tying goal by uh our captain john tavares <laughs> literally 14 was it 14 minutes into uh into the period Right? Yeah, twelve to fourteen, some somewhere between that. Yeah, he, he yeah, he caught it in there and with the like with the nosebleed and all. Like had the the whole had the Kleenex stuffed up his nose. <laughs> what an image that was. With so much emotion. I didn't know did he show that much emotion when they when they won the first round series when that's, he that goal? That's exactly what I was gonna get to. Hold the emotion that he showed. Like I'm pretty sure that was like the most passion that i've seen in him in a goddamn long time that's it you can just yeah. tell yeah and you can tell like the frustration was just building in this entire leaves core the fact that they had like what 40 something shots on goal and like no no goals to account for for that like it must have been driving this team up the goddamn wall so yeah when he finally put it in like it all just came rushing out you could see the emotion it was really great to see um but yeah like talking about the way that he scored it to um he did a fantastic job in front of uh um in front of the ducks net um riley gets a a shot off uh from distance pings it off the post lands in front of tavares who's all alone and gets the rebound um when the the uh when the, when the rebound comes or the rebound opportunity uh uh lands in, in the right position for tavares it looked honestly like um dostal had no idea where it was and that's yeah. all because tavares did a fantastic job just screening and and being a menace in front of the net so all the right i guess skills all the right uh the right thoughts going into it and then ends up uh ends up tying the game for us yeah and like that's i want to do a super cut of all of john tavares's goals like i'd like to see someone do that i want to watch all of them and see how many of them are within like two feet of the of the net because he is just absolutely a, a master. He's a genius in front of the net, getting those greasy goals. And that's what I was saying. I really wrote down, I'm like, if they want to win this or tie this game, they're going to need something stupid. Something mm -hmm. there's not going to, they're not going to get some kind of like master class play, like some kind of crazy dangle by Marner. It's going to have to be something in front of the net, something silly. And, and they were crashing the net a lot. It's just Dostal was on his game, like completely on a historic level <laughs> at that point yeah exactly exactly and uh luckily we were able to get this past the game ends up going to ot um and here it 15. was sorry go ahead 15 ot games 15 like the leafs live in ot like i they oh yeah it's crazy i'm in a half that's how much OT they've been playing. <laughs> yeah, we're really uh uh living off of the the one points that you get in OT because goddamn, imagine if we if we didn't end up getting those those one points, uh like we would be really struggling right now. Oh yeah. But hey, today didn't even need that one point. We end up getting two points off of a goal from Austin Matthews Marner 
with a beautiful pass. Matthews able to get the game winner, and you can see the passion again in both of those guys. I love Marner's reactions. I don't know about you, but Marner has absolutely the best reactions when it comes to these goals. Yeah. He looks like every just Leafs fan just going crazy. It's like every time I'm playing NHL and I get like a crazy goal and I'm like freaking out, that's literally that's martyr <laughs> i think mitch martyr will always always perpetually looks like like a young kid and that's not even not he just has that kind of spirit about him to where like i think even when he's like in his, like in his 50s and he's going to come back to be, and be an alumni for league games he's going to still have that kind of childlike magic to him so um that's kind of but that's one thing that i think that really it's kind of contagious for the least foot man he passed it to a guy who scored 30 goals in what game is this? Is this 30? Not 30 games. No, this is what is this? 36, 36. Yeah. Dang. I mean, That's that insane. Is, what, goal pace? Oh, man. Someone math that for me because I can't math right now. But <laughs> there's a reason why this guy is freaking elite. And like, yeah, just I, I don't know what more to say about these guys because honestly, that first line was looking so goddamn great. And especially, um, especially Marner. Because Marner, we talked about the struggles he had two games ago where he looked horrible, 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 horrible. And yeah. the last game against the Kings, he turned around today. He was really important for that first line. I think he had a lot of great plays um, and a lot of good playmaking. He was he was very crafty and got a lot of pucks out to, to Matthews. I mean, Matthews had 20 shot attempts on the night. Like, Way. insane insane um and yeah this, this is because marner was just doing a fantastic job of getting the getting the puck to to the main guy so as whenever marner has a bad game we'll talk about it when he has a great game we'll talk about it too that that top line was buzzing today yeah and like all credit to the leafs here because this is one of those games where they could like when they're starting to get really goalied like they could have kind of turtled and kind of started to lose their edge mm -hmm. but the amount of shot attempts, 100 shot attempts, like the amount of bombs they put at Dostal this game, like these guys really, really wanted this game. They wanted to leave LA with the LA, like with the LA sweep, basically. Like, I mean, Anaheim, LA sweep. And yeah, like they really, really wanted this. This wasn't like they could have leafed teams in the past. Mm -hmm. Kind of chalked it up to being we're getting our gas is getting goalied right now. It's over. Let's head to San Jose. Uh, I saw I saw a lot of fight all three periods too. There wasn't any kind of letdown either. And that's something I was like, ooh, I like what I see here. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah, like a lot of other teams would have folded and and these guys stuck it through and you can tell they were frustrated, but they were still sticking the course. They were still doing the right fundamentals and and making the smart plays and not letting that frustration really get the better of them. Um, I have a fun stat actually today. So uh, the Leafs, this is their fourth time that they've had uh, 40 or more shots on goal this season, right? Um, those other three games all were losses. Losses? <laughs> yes, all of them. So I see 48 shots on uh 48 shots on goal that was against the columbus blue jackets um on december 14th 5-6 loss uh 40 shots on goal against the new york islanders loss three to four that was december 11th then um december 2nd uh the leafs three uh three four 
loss as well 40 shots on goal today was the first time we had more than 40 shots on goal I, what was it i said 40 uh, 56 shots on goal and we actually managed to eke out our win or 57 sorry yeah. <laughs> i mean and luke luke in the chat like this is this is uh, a great like a great stat right here or how, when was the last time you saw two full 60 minute efforts in a row I don't know if I've seen full 60-minute efforts like that much. Like, honestly, in any game, like, there's always been some sort of lull. Every time we do one of these streams, we're always talking about a period where it's like, well, they didn't show up. They, they kind of they kind of stayed in the locker room. Like, they didn't, they didn't come out ready to perform. They were on it every second of the game, too. So, and another thing I wanted to point out, too, like, this team is – is tougher than last season, is it not? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to go out and win every fight, and they don't have to, but they're they're out there. I just saw Timothy Lilligren mixing it up, like after a whistle. Like, you don't gotta win these fights, but seeing that these guys have a lot of a bit more edge, a bit more of an attitude, like don't mess with us, mm-hmm. that is also a promising sign. Yeah, I, I think that's something that that wasn't there at the start of the season, but I think that's something that's developed over time. I think like that Lilligren injury really put a focus on uh put a spotlight on these guys that they need to change like that they have to be more responsible and stick up for their guys and uh yeah like you said the last couple of games you saw that exact thing i mean the last game against the kings we saw matthews get hit hard and instantly nice is there nice the, the freaking rookie how old is he like 22 23 he's there yeah Yeah, it's ridiculous and and he was in college the last season uh last season he's there being a big body saying hey you're not doing this to our best guy today um and like this game as well benoit was was really aggressive we saw bobby mcmahon um Mm. but we're just they're playing very physical hockey uh which is really good to see and they're showing that we're not going to be pushovers if you step on the wrong toes if you hit the wrong guy there are going to be consequences and that's exactly what you need for a team that that has playoff aspirations as championship aspirations right yeah that's the thing when you go when you go in and get some say oh go out and get an enforcer it's not about winning fights like they they don't count towards any stat winning fights it's about consistent toughness throughout the lineup mm-hmm. like from your skill players from guys that are going to be on the ice mm-hmm. when it matters that's what they've been lacking Exactly. I'm starting to see, even from the top guys, like someone was saying, even Tavares was in a bit of a scrum in the last game. And like, that's what you really need to see when you're going up against Florida and Boston. Yeah. Obviously, you got you got to beat them on the scoreboard, but you cannot back down because they're going to try some shithousery after every whistle. So you mm-hmm. got to be ready for that. And I, I like that they're 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 getting themselves they're stealing themselves for that you know Mm -hmm. exactly and that's exactly what the point that i was making earlier on this season when there was a lot of talk about um oh shit what's his name again Ooh, how did i forget his name uh ryan reeves god damn it's been so long since we've seen him on the disrespect it's been so long since i've seen him on the ice thank god by the way um you can't rely on one guy to have that that grit and and make the other the other team uh responsible for for bad hits or whatever right it has to be a team effort it has to come from each and every one of them it can't be one guy that you rely on especially when the guy is just unplayable right yeah so yeah like having not seen nice stick up like you said with Tavares, benoit has been great lagason throw some big body hits mccabe as well all of these guys 
uh, all of these guys are showing um heart they're showing some aggression and uh yeah it's it's been great to see just like you said i, I saw a really funny uh a tweet but like I, I i don't know who it was from i just saw it and i remembered it mm -hmm. it's like the reason why the leafs are playing so tough is because they don't want <laughs> ryan reeves is causing them to play tough because they don't want him to play again so like they're just saying we got to play tough so we don't have to play ryan reeves anymore and i'm like <laughs> that's pretty funny that's a good theory i like that yeah yeah that's great um, okay, guys, we're going to be heading out into the uh, the live presser. So if you guys have any questions, make sure you drop them below. And while you're questions. there, there's 130 of you guys watching live. It's 1230 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard right now. Uh, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit subscribe. We're 9.1K yeah. subscribers right now. We're so close to that 100,000. It would be absolutely fantastic if we're, if we're able to hit that 100,000 sooner rather than later. So please hit the subscribe button. Hit that like button. Uh, and yeah, Fouad. Give us some questions. Anything. Lease related, NHL related. Like, give us some takes. I want to hear some takes. It's midnight and I'm ready for a good take. <laughs> um, one thing I, I, while we get the press um, coming in. Yeah. What were your thoughts I, uh, on the report? Ordered, um number around William Nylander. Oh yeah, the um the, the you know the eleven point something. I, I know this is a new CBA and the cap is going up. That one made me go oh, like a little bit like oh dang. Like, like as much as he's been playing really well, I'm still squeamish at that. Yeah, what do you think? Armand and I talked about this yesterday because I think uh, that that report came out from yeah. Kipper uh, in the uh, uh, in the intermission yeah, and we, yeah we we talked about this yesterday and and we're both on the same mindset that eleven million is is a lot right now but um, and and the, the other thing is like it's an it's reported that's an eight year contract he's going for the max so um, it is. Uh, a lot but the good thing is the cap is going to go up right so it's going to go up drastically and and that number is going to be more palatable as we get later on in the season or later on in, in the next couple of seasons and plus like next at the end of next season we're gonna have Tavares coming off the book so hopefully he gets he takes a a, a more team friendly deal right yeah uh so that's what we're hoping on but yeah the guy has been playing absolutely fantastic he's a bona fide star and uh he's really stepped up this season i think he has what like 50 points in the season so far um he is on something completely different like he's he's one of our best guys and the, the great thing about about nylander is he's he has shown up in playoffs uh consistently right he's when he's been one of our best forwards in the playoffs and it's because his play really contributes uh or transitions very well to playoff style hockey he's a very physical guy who who's like a very skilled uh very skilled forward and uh yeah i, th I think he is deserved of that 11 mil and uh i hope that we we sign him sooner rather than later so there's reports saying that he could get that contract uh signed as early as the end of this week um but yeah, so it looks like conversations are heading the right way, and he will be signed sooner rather than later. Yeah, and you know, there's some people that come into the chat seeing how much weaker, like Travis saying how much weaker the Leafs defense will get with that new Nylander contract. And I'm like, that's a good point because guys are going to be coming off the books. Mm. Except, you know, TJ Brody is going to be off the books, probably not going to be back after next season unless they sign up to something small. Mm -hmm. You're still going to be patching it up out there now. You got good forward prospects to fill it up. You know, Minton, Cowan, 
Um, they are guys that look to be, you know, maybe a season away, you hope. Mm-hmm. But man, that defense, if they can find a way to get that defense, get somebody, couple of guys in there, like sneak them in there under the cap, I'll be okay with it. But they're making it really, really hard on themselves if they make that contract. But again, he's one of the best players. You can't just let him walk. You know, you can't let him exactly. go to free agency, right? Like they're, yeah. they're kind of, their hands are tied. Yeah, you know, the move would have been in the offseason. Now your hands are tied. You can't do nothing. Yeah, the, the move right would now. have been to to get rid of Marner and uh, like when they when they had the chance. But now yeah. that you don't really have an opportunity to do that, nope. uh, and the Leafs management just have themselves to look at. Right, you can't get rid of Dubis and then expect to bring in a new guy and and have something have a massive like literally franchise alter and earth shattering deal done within a couple of days. It's just not feasible. So um yeah, I, I mean you're gonna have to stick with the guys that you have right now. And I yeah. personally think you signed Willie. Um but yeah, was there any other questions in the chat that you see? I saw a couple here. Um I saw a couple here. So who will represent the Leafs in the all-star game from Fernando? I want to say I, I think it's I hate that it's every team gets one player. That just mm-hmm. this bothers me i wish it was just who was the best players put them in the all-star game to me you know like i, I don't want to i don't care about the best player to san jose sharks i don't know like <laughs> I, I want the all-star game to be a snapshot of who matters that season you, uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean that's fair but i think they want to have some representation from every team there are some like Although, like, like you, there are really, really bad teams, you want to put some spotlight on those guys and, like, make sure the teams have someone there to cheer for. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's got to be Matthews, right? It kind of sucks. Like, Marner would have been a great, great shout, too, because he's a hometown guy. He's looked pretty good this season. Um, but, yeah, I think it has to be Matthews, especially with the amount of freaking goals that he scored. He's a, he's a star. Yeah, I think it, it has to be Matthews. Um, but yeah, we have so many options, right? Like if you have Marner there, I'm not mad. Uh, yeah, I'm not mad. If you have Nylander there, I'm not mad. Like we have, we have options, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. One more. Uh, I have another one here. Uh, uh, Matthew, our, our MVP of the chat every night. What do you think of Robertson sitting for Holmberg? And I, I thought this was weird. I looked it up. I was like, is Nick Robertson playing that bad? And I looked it up and it said, he's had six points in 10 games. Like he's not been bad. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not terrible. So why, why did they make that swap? I think the, the main thing is just trying to get players some ice time, right? This is the second half of a back-to-back. Robertson has been playing well. I don't think it's a performance reason why he was scratched. Um, I think it's mainly like, hey, uh, going like further on in the season, there might be opportunities to get... Uh, to, that we're going to have to rely on some more depth. So we're playing against an Anaheim team that's clearly not one of the best teams in the league. There's a reason why they're 30th. Let's get some guys in there just to get some games under their hands and make sure that they're still fresh and whatnot, right? I think it's mainly just rotation. Get some guys some playing time. That's it. Yeah, I, 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 and I'm seeing some of Ruse in the chat saying trade for Hannafin and Tanner, but obviously that's the rumor that's been rumored for du jour. Um, give them Roberts and Minton Brody and a first. And I, I don't hate that, by the way. But that got me thinking, like, I think if you thought of anybody, he might be a guy you look at as an odd man out, in my opinion. Now, I like the player a lot, mm-hmm. but it's hard to find a place for him because it is, he's a small winger who's really offensively sound, just really, really small. So if he might not reach his full potential in Toronto, I, I wouldn't mind seeing what they could get 
as far as a veteran defenseman, if they could do that, I wouldn't mind that, in my opinion. That's just me, and that's just uh, rules in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're able to get uh, two bonafide, like, great defensemen, then yeah, yeah. like, that makes sense. But um, I'm not sure... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that that would really work out because you are also giving up Brody, who although hasn't been great for us, he's still important for this team. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I think Robertson has a place. The, the The main issue that we've seen with Robertson, the reason why he hasn't had the amount of games that we would have expected out of him so far in his career, is the injuries. Right when he's playing and when he's on the ice, uh, he's he's a great player, right? But it's just, is he gonna have or? Uh, is he going to develop the way that we expected him to if he's injured or if he's if he's in a ton of games, right? Uh, so I'm not sure. Like if maybe you sell high on the guy, he still clearly has some some value. He's still a great prospect. Uh, maybe you sell high on him now, or you just have him in the lineup, have him as your your third uh, your third line uh, winger, and just play him there. Uh, I'm not too sure. Totally, totally. Well, I think. If anybody wants to sneak in some last second ones, uh, next game we got the San Jose Sharks, another team mm-hmm. that is not exactly great. But <laughs> That's an understatement. We, <laughs> we will see if they play up, play don't play like they play up to their competition and look to kick some ass like they tried to do tonight against mm-hmm. the Anaheim Ducks. Like we'll see what they do there. Like as I, I want to see how they really come out against San Jose and see if they've really beaten that. Yeah, if you know, they if they lose if they lose against San Jose, if they if that game is even competitive, uh problems. <laughs> I'm gonna be I so just... pissed off. The this the San Jose Sharks, like they are such a bad team, one of the worst teams we've ever seen. They're one in nine in the last ten. Um and we play two games against them. I, I believe our next two games are against them as well. So oh, we have Saturday, hour. yeah, Saturday um against them and then tuesday next week against them as well so two games in a row against a sharks team what i do actually want to see is i want to see hildeby make a debut in one of those games they it's a relatively like a stress-free game or or whatnot like this is one of the easiest games that you can get to have your debut um just purely for the fact that i just want to see how this guy does in net he's been great for the marlies i really wanted to see how he performs and and if he was to come in, like maybe let him get a rep against the Sharks because the Sharks are a shit team. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the best time to bring him in. I, I think I think you will probably see that uh, unless they just keep riding the hot hand with Jones. But I'm excited to see him too because, I mean, this is a young guy. This is really young for a guy to bring up, like 22 years old, especially mm-hmm. for a goalie. The goalies obviously take a long time to kind of develop, if ever. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see where like what where he's at in his development like if he can actually steal the net from or steal that backup slot or steal that third like can he be a factor for this team and so they don't have to go get somebody go out and get somebody right that's going to be very interesting to see i don't think we're going to really see him become the back uh the the backup no, and martin I, jones I is, maybe the third goalie <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's that's pretty much where he's gonna stand um but yeah like having some competition i guess for samsonov right now because clearly samsonov has lost his backup position right now um having some kind of pressure on samsonov is great and uh yeah like we'll see how he does his swedish like 22 year old six foot seven like mammoth of a man we'll see what hill to be can do 
But yeah, I think that's uh, that's all the questions we had. So uh, we'll cut it here. Thank you guys again if you're watching live. Um, it is almost 1 a.m. So we appreciate each and every one of you guys. There's been a ton of discourse in the chat, a ton of people uh, people here live, 136, like you said. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate each and every one of you guys coming out here. Have a great night, and we will see you live yeah. on Saturday where we play against the Sharks and hopefully have Hill to be in that. Good night, everyone.